This is New Bedford's news talk station. The place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. And welcome into the third and final hour here on Tuesday. And if you want to call in again, 508-996-0500. We've been talking for the most part this morning about the Buttonwood Park Zoo post. I know there was a lot of conversation on it yesterday. Uh, Barry talked about it. Jess talked about it. I didn't get to hear it. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I had a a dog issue yesterday. I had a vet vet visit. Um, because I have an, I have a vet that actually makes house calls and for me it's worth the, you know, 25 bucks, whatever she charges for the house call aspect of it because, uh, my dog doesn't like going to the vet, doesn't like going to the groomer, doesn't like, she's even apprehensive about the car. So, and she, she loves to get in the car thinking that we're going to go somewhere. But then when we actually get in the car to go somewhere, she's like, what, what did I sign up for here? You know, she, she's just a little bit too nervous and she's 13. She's been riding in the car for a long time, but she's just never gotten used to it. So having, an, having a vet that makes house calls is huge. And so, uh, you know, I just kind of spent the day paying attention to her, the dog, not the vet. I mean, I listened to the vet while she was there, but I also let her go when she was done with what she had to do. And so then, you know, I just wanted to kind of keep an eye on her and make sure everything was all right because, as I said, she's 13. So... Uh, but also, I think part of uh, the discussion here, it really kind of heated up um, after I was out of the studio and everything, even though the post was posted up on Sunday. And so you can read some of the comments now on the Buttonwood Park Facebook page. If you want to just read the story about it, we have that at WBSM.com and on the app with the post linked up in there. So that'll take you over to it to read some of the comments. Uh, they're now up to, well, it hasn't changed since earlier, but they're at 87 comments. Uh, so that's how many people have commented on it one way or the other. Uh, there's also been a number of shares about it as well. A lot of people who are saying on the post, well, I'm never going to bring my kid to Buttonwood Park now, or I was planning on making a visit to your park this summer, but but now you can forget it. Well, but these people, when you click on their Facebook profile they don't they don't live in the area and again i don't i don't think that that means that they're not here necessarily as i said earlier sometimes people don't put their real location on their social media for whatever reason sometimes they have a location on their social media but they've moved but i don't i don't think somebody from florida is coming up here to go to buttonwood park zoo again as i said earlier i love buttonwood park zoo everybody here locally should go to it I don't know that it's, you know, worth the trip from Florida just to go to the Buttonwood Park Zoo. So you're you're probably doing yourself a favor by deciding that you don't want to go if you would have come up and been disappointed by the fact that, you know, they actually support everybody in society and everybody feeling like they're welcomed and included. And there's been a lot of misinterpretations of the post. Uh, Again, it has two turkey vultures. Uh, There's two photos. One has the turkey vultures picking at a tissue box that is in rainbow colors and, and says pride. It looks like a tissue box. I don't know. It could be some sort of, you know, 
professional vulture feeder that I don't know anything about, but it looks to me like a tissue box. And then in the other photo, there's one of the turkey vultures uh, kind of picking at a sign that says love is love in rainbow colors. And the post itself does not mention in any way anything to do with pride, LGBTQ+, anything like that. What it says is as we admire the soaring flight of turkey vultures, let's also reflect on their ability to find sustenance in what others may overlook or dismiss. It serves as a reminder that diversity is essential for the health and balance of our ecosystems, just as it is for the vibrancy and progress of our societies. Let's learn from the turkey vultures' unbiased palate and celebrate the beauty of diversity. By accepting all individuals and their unique journeys, we can create a world where everyone can thrive and soar just like these majestic birds of nature. And then there's also a rainbow emoji and a vulture emoji. It looks like a vulture emoji. It might be, I couldn't really zoom in really close on it, but it looks like a vulture, which I think is odd that we have a vulture emoji. There's other emojis that I thought would have come first, but whatever. And uh, also the hashtags turkey vulture, biodiversity, birds of prey, BP Zoo, Buttonwood Park Zoo, and conservation. Nowhere in those hashtags does it say pride, does it say pride month, does it say LGBTQ, does it say love is love. None of those things are in the caption or in the hashtags. And the photos themselves just say pride and love is love. That's it. That's the message. The message is about diversity of society. And some have falsely interpreted this to be the zoo somehow saying that turkey vultures support the LGBTQ plus movement. That's that's not what they're saying at all. I promise you that the trained zoologists at the Buttonwood Park Zoo are well aware of the fact that turkey vultures have not yet weighed in on how they feel about the LGBTQ plus movement. They are well aware that the turkey vultures have not let us know exactly yet their feelings on same-sex couples. So you don't need to tell everybody that turkey vultures don't know the difference between who humans love and who they don't love. First of all, that wasn't the point of the post. And second of all, you're stating the obvious. Secondly... There are instances in nature, including in the vulture species, in which homosexuality is a thing amongst animals. Because they don't have the social constructs that we have created based out of religious beliefs. So when you're reading the, the, the post, when you're reading the caption, and I, you know, you might have to read it a couple of times. But what the zoo is saying is turkey vultures are representative of the ability to find sustenance and what others may overlook or dismiss. And they're just saying we should do the same as a society. That we should respect everybody and not overlook or dismiss anybody. And that, that statement is applicable beyond, applicable beyond just the fact that it's Pride Month. They could have put that same caption with different photos of the vultures. One with the vultures, uh, you know, maybe in front of a, a Black Lives Matter sign. 
maybe in front of a Jewish flag, you know, a, a Star of David. Jewish flag, sorry. Star of David. Or maybe in front of, you know, a Ukrainian flag. And the caption would have been the same and would have meant the same thing, but it just wouldn't have evoked the ire of everybody that seems to just immediately see a pride post and feel the need to go off on it. Now, Buttonwood Park did not change any of its policies. It did not hang a giant pride flag across the front of the zoo. Maybe they did. I haven't seen the front of the zoo. They did not say, from now on, we are only accepting people who are accepting of the LGBTQ plus movement. They didn't do any of that. They didn't change their business model in any way. They just put up a social media post in support of a group of people that are still looking for support. That are still looking for allies. They're still looking for signs in their community that hate won't be tolerated. And for all the people who are saying, well, you know, we've, we've gotten past that as a society. Of course they're accepted. Go read the comments under the post. Go read the comments on any other pride post. And read some of the hateful, despicable things. I'm not saying that people who are against having Pride Month recognition all post these things, but the pe- the people who feel these feelings are emboldened by the fact that people post underneath these pride posts saying, like, we don't need this. So when you say, well, we don't need this, right? It's 2023. Everybody's accepted. Okay, but look underneath your comment or look under in some of the other comments and see the people who say, well, gay people are an abomination anyway. Some diversity is an abomination to God. That's a quote. That's a post that's in, in, that's a comment that's in the zoo's comments. Not from the zoo, but from the person who commented there. So that, those feelings exist. Those people feel emboldened enough to share those feelings publicly. And you wonder why people need, and people in the LGBTQ community need to have reassurances. I, I don't I don't know why that upsets people so much. At no point is the zoo trying to turn your kids gay. At no point is the zoo trying to turn your kids trans. Neither one of those words are mentioned. I don't think they will suddenly start interjecting in all of their great educational programs over there. How and you know you can love whoever you want to love, right? This is just a post in support of a movement at a time and a month where we are supporting that movement. And this happens every June. So let me just let me just put it to you this way. Okay, if 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 you don't like and they're not celebrating the physical act of how people express that love, which I've seen comments about that it's somehow promoting the physical act that happens. And and, and nowhere does it mention that physical act. It does not promote homosexual activity. But if you think that it does, if you think putting up a post in support of pride where you should be able to love whoever you want to love should be banned because it encourages people to have physical relations in that manner, well, then you know what? I don't want you to celebrate anybody's wedding anniversary anymore. Because that just 
You know, if, if they're a heterosexual couple and you celebrate their wedding anniversary, you celebrate that love for each other that they have, you're just encouraging people to have relations in that manner. Do you see? Do you see kind of the hypocrisy of it? Also, I don't think the zoo cares that you're not going to go to the zoo. They haven't responded to any of the comments. They haven't deleted any of the comments. They haven't taken down the post. I did invite them to come on the program and, and discuss it this morning. They politely declined. But they're obviously not affected by the fact that you don't want to go to the zoo. And yeah, the zoo is a city-run organization. It's a, a city-owned organization, I should say. The, the property of the zoo is owned. It's run by the Buttonwood Park Society, but it's owned by the city of New Bedford. So let's find out what Mayor Mitchell thinks about this. You know what? I'm going to tell you what Mayor Mitchell thinks about this without even having to ask him. I'm sure he's fine with it. Let's ask Council President Linda Morad what she thinks about it. I guarantee you she's fine with it. So for complaining about it being run by, you know, owned by the city and that they shouldn't be able to put these messages out, the city's been putting that message out too. 508-996-0500. Hold on, did I hang up on you? I hope not. Good morning, you're on WBSM. Hey, Tim, how are you today? There we go, it worked. I'm doing all right, how about you? Not bad. I just have a question for you. Mm -hmm. So this is something that I struggle with. Um, I, I, I certainly don't struggle with supporting people that are gay. Uh, I've, you know, worked with people and known people and are friends with people going way back. Um, but when you look at the pride flag and then the letter, the, all the letters, LGBTQ, I don't even know them all, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how is that? I mean, because this is an umbrella of, of all of these different types of people um, and that want support and want to be recognized, which is fine. In, in that, there are things that I consider are a problem, which have to do with some of the transgender stuff and some of the transgender stuff that's being pushed uh, to young people under 18. That's still under the same flag, right? Well, I mean, it depends. I think if you ask people that are in that movement if they support things like pedophilia or, you know, uh, uh, sexual reassignment surgery for people that aren't old enough to make their own decision, I think that the majority of the people that are part of that movement would say, no, we don't support that. Yeah, I'd be interested to have, uh, you know, if, if there's going to be a Pride Month, then maybe there should be a Pride discussion that's public um, that talks about that. Because um, I'm I'm not at all 1,000% against uh, whether it's uh, administrators or teachers or this. this uh, right now they're projecting that it's a um, $600 billion business um, of, of reassignment surgeries and things like that, which I think you know, which most doctors sign into is that when you cut into a healthy body, that that's that's sacrilege to to being a doctor. And I understand that there it's called you know gender affirming care, but that end of the spectrum, I have a you know, and not no pun intended with a flag, but I have an issue with that. And so for people to come on and say, well, you just have to believe in all of this exactly the way it's well, it's not really that clear, uh, clear cut. So yeah. Do I want to do I support people that are gay and and do I support Pride Month? Definitely, but there are definitely issues under that series of letters and under the flag that um, I don't agree with. 
Well, I mean, but we're not going to change for as long. I mean, medical advances have allowed us to decide that the things that we are born with don't have to be the things that we keep throughout the course of our lives. You know, if you're born with a, a nose that you don't like when you're old enough, you can make the decision to have a different nose. I mean, there's really there's very little that you can't change about yourself. Uh, through your physical appearance, through the, the, the wonders of modern medicine. So I don't see, you know, wanting to have a, a, a gender reassignment, a, a sex reassignment surgery any different than wanting to change any other aspect about your physical yeah, body. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't say that. I, I, Ellen Page... No, I'm not, I'm not saying that you did. I'm, I'm giving you my perspective I'm on talking it. about kids, and I'm talking about the process, because there is a pretty clear process that kids get told, you know, by counselor, you know, going through the, you know... Uh, pronouns first, and I was an English major, so I know about pronouns. And then they go to, you know, the, you know, through counselors that you know de- determine whether there's somebody is, um, you know, challenged. And then it goes to a psychiatrist, and then they come back to the parents and say, "Hey, you've got issues with your child. Do you want them to commit suicide?" I mean, this, this a lot of these type, you know, discussions are documented, and and then certainly there's this push that. You know, the schools and the administration has more of a hold on your children than, than the parents do. And what, they want to change some of this, uh, you know, in the, in the laws that's going on in New Jersey right now. There's a big fight. I, again, I'm, uh, the, the Pride Month, that is, you know, and supporting um, people there, I don't have an issue with that. But I do have an issue that's not resolved in my head regarding all of this stuff with kids. Well, and, so. and, and you're right with the fact that, you know, Pride Month should be supplemented by a lot more discussion about what it means, the same way that we do with other, you know, any kinds of recognitions. You know, we don't just use it as a chance to celebrate. We also use it as a chance to educate. Right. Oh, I hear you. I, I just, you know, I heard you talking about this, and uh, I, I saw that, you know, post last night, and to me it was pretty innocuous, but... Um, I guess uh, I think there is an issue, for, at least for me. I can't speak for anybody else. Um, so anyway. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Thank you, sir. Have a great yeah. day. And uh, we do have to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. All right. Welcome back. And we'll be taking more of your phone calls coming up in just a few moments at 508-996-0500. But right now we are going to go into the newsroom and get all the big stories of the day from Adam Bass. Former President Trump is claiming special counsel Jack Smith illegally leaked and spun an audio recording of Trump discussing classified documents. Trump took the truth social on Monday after CNN's release of the tape, which originates from a 2021 meeting with a staffer in New Jersey after leaving office. He claimed the recording is actually an exoneration. On the tape, Trump seems to indicate he was holding a Pentagon document with plans to attack Iran saying these are the papers. An arrest has been made in Massachusetts after three people were found dead inside a home over the weekend. Officials in Newton announced Monday that the male suspect has been hit with multiple charges, including murder, and could and more could follow. All three elderly victims that were found on Sunday suffered knife injuries and injuries from blunt force trauma. Prosecutors will seek the death penalty against the suspected killer of four University of of Idaho students. A new court filing on Monday says the Boise prosecutors are pushing the ultimate penalty penalty against Brian Koberger. A grand jury indicted Koberger on the brutal murders of the students at their off-campus house last November. More flight disruptions could come today at New, Bed- at New-, at New York City's three major area airports and with another round of storms forecasted. Scott Pringle reports. 
LaGuardia, JFK, and Newark all being hammered with flight delays and cancellations. Hundreds of flights canceled at Newark alone yesterday, and that's where these folks are stranded. And we have to wait three more days to go home, but a lot of people are in the same boat. It is kind of frustrating because we are with the family, so it's very tough for us. Intense storms are the cause, but United Airlines putting some of the blame on the Federal Aviation Administration, telling NBC4 the FAA is understaffed. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New Jersey. President Biden's approval rating is up. A new Gallup poll puts the president's approval rating among Americans at 43 percent, up four points since last month. It is Biden's highest rating since last August, and the uptick is largely due to growing approval among independent voters. 54 percent of U.S. adults disapprove of Biden's job performance. A congestion pricing plan for New York City is clearing a major hurdle. The federal government gave its final approval for the F- MTA to add a congestion toll for drivers entering south of 60th Street in Manhattan. The tolling details have not yet been finalized, but it's likely to start sometime in the spring of next year and is expected to be 9 to $23. A fan attending a recent Pink concert in London threw a bag of their mother's ashes on stage during her performance, leaving the singer stunned. In a clip circulating on social media, Pink can be seen picking up a plastic bag containing the powdery gray ashes of a fan's cremated mother. Visibly shocked, she placed the bag down behind a front of stage speakers and continued performing Just Like a Pill off her second studio album. And Dolly Parton's Imagination Library is now in Richmond. Sarah Bartlett has details. The Richmond-based nonprofit Read to Them has been named the city's affiliate for the Imagination Library. Each month, the Country Stars program gives registered children a book free of charge. Read to Them will help children and their families in the area to register for the program. So far, more than 500 children under the age of five are already receiving books. Since beginning the Imagination Library, more than two and a half million children have received free books. I'm Sarah Bartlett. In sports, the Red Sox are getting ready for a three-game series against the Marlins starting tonight at Fenway Park. First pitch at 7.10 p.m. And now here's ABC6's local weather forecast. More showers are on the way. We are expecting another round just to move through quickly. Should be out of here by the mid-afternoon. We'll be reaching a high of about 74 degrees. We're going to stay mostly cloudy today, breezy and humid. Overnight tonight, we're going to get down to about 66 degrees. And for tomorrow, 75 with another shot of some afternoon scattered showers and thunderstorms for the area. From the ABC 6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's Newstock Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 70 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. That song is called Cherry Bomb, and I'm sure a lot of you would be sending off some cherry bombs on the 4th of July, right? Uh, however, when you think of the 4th of July, what do you think of? Getting a great night's sleep, right? Well, right now, Whirly Beds Factory Outlet in New Bedford is already having its 4th of July sales event. It's already started. It started this week, and it runs all the way until July 17th. So right now, you can save big, big money. At Whirly Beds Factory Outlet, you can save 
up to 15% on any made-in-the-USA furniture that they have at the outlet. They also are doing up to, they're doing $100 off on style-adjustable bases and doing $200 off on ultra-adjustable bases. They're having an accessory sale, 20% off on select cooling pillows and protectors, and you're going to need them this week. It's so muggy. You're probably uncomfortable on that old mattress that you have as it's kind of just letting you sit there in your own body heat. They've got great cooling pads, protectors, pillows, things that can keep you right at the perfect temperature throughout the course of your sleep. But they're also having a big mattress sale. You can get $300 off. They're Simply Natural and Ultra Visco Series. You can get $200 off all hybrids, gel flex, and platinum series. You can get $100 off Cairo Contour and the Easy Rest series. So again, this sale is going on right now through July 17th. Get on down to Whirly Beds Factory Outlet on Pope's Island in New Bedford where you can actually see how they make the mattresses. You can try them out. You can experience the Whirly Beds difference. And you can talk to them about all the intricacies about what makes their mattresses so much better. So check it out, Whirly Beds Factory Outlet on Pope's Island in New Bedford. Say hi to Patrick and Martha and everybody over there and tell them that you heard about it on WBSM and that you want to save money with that big 4th of July mattress sale and many other items sale. 508-996-0500 if you want to get involved in the conversation. We were talking about the um, the Buttonwood Park Zoo post. You can read about it at WBSM.com and on the app. Uh, Also, I just want to point out, too, we talked about the New Bedford Light Report. And in that report, the report about Sergeant Samuel Ortega of the New Bedford Police Department, about the complaints that have been made against him over the years of him making people, especially women that he was working with, feel uncomfortable around him. The Light had a a story about this over 200-page report. And out of all the complaints that had happened, the two investigations conducted into him, the only penalty that he faced was having to undergo online training for sexual harassment, which is the same online training that every city employee is required to undergo anyway. Well, since the Light's report, they have a new report now up that since their original report last week, Ortega has now been given a written reprimand after those harassment complaints were uncovered. You can read about that at newbedfordlight.org. The mayor issued a statement on this story calling uh, Ortega's behavior unacceptable. And so now there's at least a little bit more of a reprimand, written reprimand of Sergeant Ortega. So check it out at newbedfordlight.org. You can find out more about it, and maybe we'll talk more about that with Jack Spillane. Uh, maybe we'll reach out to Anastasia and have her on, or maybe Marcus and Chris are already planning to do so. But it's certainly a story worth your time and worth giving a read. Also, I had talked earlier about the story from Channel 5 about the Confederate flag spotted on a paving, and they the term they use is vehicle, but as, as John called in and told us it's a miller, the milling machine that they use uh, has to have a flag on it for proper alignment with the rest of the the vehicles there. And they're using a Confederate flag in this video that was shared with WCVB. Well, MassDOT issued a statement saying that they have told the paving company, who is a subcontractor, that they need to remove that flag in order to continue doing the work. So you can check that out at WCVB.com. One other thing that I'm looking into yesterday, no problemo, 
the restaurant downtown, which has some amazing food, they put out a post saying that, you know, we just got surprised by road work that's happening outside of our shop. At the corner of Purchase Street and William Street, they've shut down the road. You can't pull in. You can't drive in. You can't park. They've shut down the road and no problem. Most said we've got no advance warning about this. So they reached out to the city to complain about it, and the city said, it's it's not us, it's Eversource, we're just surprised as you are about it. This is according to No Problemo's you know, accounting of what happened. This is based on what they put up on, on Facebook. And so then I reached out to the city. I haven't heard back from the city regarding that road work, not from the mayor's office, and not from the... Uh, the, the department in charge of putting out the construction report every week. I haven't heard back from either one of them. I did check the construction report because the city does put out a weekly report of where construction and road work will be ongoing. And they had listed PA Landers as doing work in the area but a block away over on Elm Street. And it didn't mention that it would reach Purchase and William. So I reached out to PA Landers and asked them about it. Haven't heard back from them. I reached out to Eversource. And the Eversource spokesperson told me, I, I can't find anything that says that that's our work. He said he was going to keep digging into it, but that it doesn't appear like it's actually Eversource that is doing that work. So he had suggested I reach out to Comcast and, and, and to uh, Verizon to find out if they might be involved in it. But this work is happening one way or the other. And it's shut down the road. And, and from what No Problemo was, was posting... They've been told it's going to be happening all week. So was there no notice about it? Because, you know, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, hey, a business is, is busy. You know, no problem. It's always busy. They don't have time to go and read the construction report every week. They might not even get the construction report every week. And unless they go and find where it's posted online because they have to give it to the standard times for published notice and all that kind of stuff. Unless they're going there and finding it, they're probably not aware. But that, that counts as notice, I guess. But even the construction report doesn't have anything listed for right in front of where they are. So I'm I'm still waiting to hear back on a number of these things. But it's just it's very concerning that, you know, if you have a business downtown, you just show up one day to go to work. And you look out and all the meters have bags over them, those red bags over them. And there's cones in the road and you find out, well, nobody's parking in front of your place today. But they wanted to stress they are still open. You can park, I guess, you know, further down the street and walk up. I used to walk up the hill of Elm Street and go over to Purchase Street when I worked at the Standard Times. So it's, you can park at the Elm Street garage if you need to and walk up there. It's not, not a bad walk and it's worth it for the burritos. So, but anyway, but that's, that's what's happening. Are you, you know, who is, responsible for getting this information out there if it's not even on the construction report. So we'll keep an eye on that story and see what else we can find out. Right now, though, I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments.
that's one of the most underrated bands. They really, they have a great groove while also rocking. That's the cult. And they actually came to New Bedford a few years ago, went and saw them at the Zyterian. Fantastic show live. And uh, that's the that's the show closer, Love Removal Machine, which is my favorite song by them. I mean, I don't dance, but there's two songs that when I hear them, I kind of got to dance. Well, that's one of them. I kind of got to, you know, just kind of shift around a little bit. And then the other one is uh, Uptown Funk. If I hear Uptown Funk and I've had a few drinks in me, forget it. I'm definitely dancing. And uh, even if I haven't had a few drinks in me. The other night when I was on Block Island, my host on Block Island was uh, actually the owner of a bar. So you know that that led to some trouble on Friday night. But uh, as I'm sitting there, like, having a, a few shots and a few drinks, all I'm thinking to myself is, nobody play Uptown Funk. I don't know these people all that well. I don't, and I want to be invited back. I want them to let me come back to Block Island. Please don't play Uptown Funk. And uh, and thankfully, nobody did. So I don't even know if there was a jukebox, but I was certainly, I was hearing music in my head one way or the other. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in, uh, we have a few moments left here uh, in the in the show. We also have coming up Chris and Marcus, and they're going to continue on the discussion with you as well. Uh, and I mentioned earlier, you know, Marcus and I were texting about this this zoo post, and, and he, he used the word that a number of um, uh, other people have used with it with me. And one of the callers mentioned earlier, innocuous. That's what it is. It's an innocuous post that people are making a bigger deal out of than they need to. The, the, the Buttonwood Park Zoo is not trying to turn your child gay or trans or they're not going to, um, they're not going to have a, a change in their educational programs where that's going to be an agenda they're going to start putting into their information. No, they just put up a post for Pride Month that doesn't even mention LGBTQ plus people. It doesn't even mention trans lifestyles or gay lifestyles or anything like that. It just mentioned accepting all lifestyles. And I guess that would mean also accepting some of the bigoted comments that are being made underneath the post. I guess, as they said, it's all part of somebody's journey. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hey, good morning. How are you? Hey, this pretty much falls under who cares. Why does anybody care who any one given group of people decide to have sex with? Well, apparently, none of my business. Uh, yeah, but apparently, uh, people I, still care because they're still making negative comments about it and saying that there were abominations. How, how would I? How would I even know who you choose to sleep with? How would I even know that? It's not just about who you sleep with. It's not just about who you have sex with. It's about who you might want to be able to walk around a zoo with and hold hands. I don't know. Still falls under who cares. I could care less what anybody does. I mean, I wish well, everybody. I wish everybody had that approach, but not everybody does, unfortunately. I don't have. To, I also don't have to like you just because you're gay either. I, you know what I mean. You, well, you can find not lots yeah, of reasons not to like a person besides right, their sexuality. If you're, crappy, yeah. if you're a crappy person, you're a crappy person, and I don't care whether you're gay, straight, or Democrat or Republican. If you're crappy, you're just crappy. So I, I don't know. I don't but know. There, there, should mind their business. There's a person who actually took the time to post underneath this zoo post, some diversity is sinful and an abomination to God. So there's people who feel that this is actually, you know, that that's the way they feel about it. So you can understand why folks who are in that community would feel like they, they're not accepted. Well, I mean, they, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess my opinion doesn't really matter, but I mean, they probably could keep a little bit of their business to themselves too. So 
I don't go around telling everybody I sleep with fat girls. So I don't know. All right. Well, I don't. I don't think that falls under one of the one of the uh, letters in the LGBTQ plus. I don't think Maybe there's an acronym should. for that. <laughs> Maybe it should. All right. Well, thank you for the call. You have a good day. Uh, we have to take our final break. Can you believe that? The time has flown by this morning. But before I do that, it's Tuesday. So I got to tell you, I got to remind you that any seniors out there, if you are going to go out for breakfast today, go out to just another Phoenix restaurant in North Dartmouth because they're going to give you free coffee with your meal. It's something they do every Tuesday for seniors. It's one of the great things that they offer over there, as well as some of their fantastic specials that they have each and every day. Stuff that you haven't even thought about. Different French toast combinations, different types of waffles, different types of pancakes. How about a red velvet pancake? That was the first thing I ever tried at Just Another Phoenix, and I knew right from then and there that this was a place that was unlike any other. And so you can try some of the really great specials they have, but also all the great regular items they have. Even if you just want a cheese roll, you can have a cheese roll stuffed with whatever you want in it at Just Another Phoenix. So give them a shot. Check them out. Visit them on uh, Fonts Corner Road in North Dartmouth. Even if you don't have time to sit down and have breakfast, and I always like to sit at the counter so you can watch the cook make your meal. As a former diner cook myself, you know, I'm, I'm always interested in the technique and how he can control, uh, how he can uh, be in control of all the food that he's cooking while still talking with everybody. It's it's uh, pretty fascinating to watch. But also, if you don't have time to sit in there and enjoy your meal, you can always call ahead and pick it up right from their drive-through window. Who else has a drive-through window that gives you a full breakfast? Nobody else, but just another Phoenix. So check them out, Fonts Corner Road in North Dartmouth. All right, got to take the final break, and we'll be back to close things. Okay, I only have two minutes left, but I'm going to squeeze this call in. Good morning, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, I got two minutes. What's on your mind? Hi, I just got one thing to say, and that is the whole purpose of zoos are about the animals, right? Mm-hmm. Not about, it's not about the people, not about agendas, it's about the animals. And the whole purpose of a zoo is to reproduce, to keep the animals alive, right? No, I don't think so. I think it's to educate I, people about the animals. All right, so let's educate people about the animals. All right. Well, part of the education of animals is that some of them uh, show homosexual tendencies. Which ones are that? Many many animals. Can you answer which one is it? Uh, Including vultures. The vultures that they put in the post. Yeah. So that's just part of nature. I don't think so. I think this is just an agenda. Let's talk about the animals. I mean, maybe you should go. Emily and Ruth, and let's talk about the bears. I would recommend going over and taking maybe some of those animal education programs. I do. I know a lot about animals. All right. Well, then when you go over there, ask the zoologist about it, and they'll, they'll explain it to you way better than I can. I think the purpose of a zoo is to reproduce and keep the animals alive so they keep reproducing. That's the whole purpose of a zoo. Mm, Reproduction. That, it sounds like a breeding farm, but, you know, all right. That's what a zoo's about. Look about it. Look it up. Well, the thank- whole purpose is to keep animals not extinct. Thank, keep you. Going. thank you for the call. I'm out of time.